It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to this week's episode of the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. As always, make sure you guys are getting over and checking out our sponsor. Cigar Noise Weekly. 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 Welcome to the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew, Mo. Yo. Moo Cow Rich. Bringing the bull. What's up, gents? Yeah, I'm just living the dream. Living the dream. Every week, cows living that dream. <laughs> Always. What's up with you, Every- Drew? Uh, nothing. One day older. Oh, yeah, shit. Today's your birthday. No, today's not. <laughs> no, yesterday. No, wait, when was it? <laughs> Fuck, it's coming up, isn't it? <laughs> Tomorrow. 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 Te- technically, I, I knew it was like, to celebrate. technically today when this airs. But... Well, tomorrow. All right. I'm going to write myself a reminder. Drew's <laughs> <laughs> birthday. It's weird that you guys have birthdays so close together. Fuck you, Cap. <laughs> sucker. <laughs> oh, that was good shit. This is going to be an ongoing thing, isn't it? Fucking with Moet events is definitely an ongoing mm-hmm. thing. Uh, like it hasn't happened before. Yep. Yep. Harmless pranks, that's good shit. You got cake out of it. It's fun. Mm-hmm. That was actually really good. Thank you, Cal. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I got you... to see Mo. It was exciting. Yeah, it was, man. Good to see you, bud. Still, uh, dapper. still trying to, yeah, still trying to, to bring that erection down. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I had to go to the bathroom like four times during that event after Kyle left just to get. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Drew, how are you celebrating tomorrow? Yeah, man. I've got lunch with a vendor. <laughs> they're cool they're paying fancy restaurant he came nice. in and was like pick and i was like Ooh, shouldn't have said that where are you going <laughs> uh bonefish grill bonefish yeah that's expensive mm, i mean not been there. not stupid expensive but not cheap not cheap uh, maybe I don't know two people 150 bucks what yeah okay you took took that over a steakhouse oh steakhouse dude okay Th- this is a great topic because okay. I think we have some some cooking people out there uh I'm not gonna say I'm awesome at grilling but I'm pretty fucking good and steakhouses. <laughs> Steakhouses suck now. I would, I would rather, I would rather get like fish or something or something different, and come home and cook my own steak because it's way better. No, I, I, I can understand way that. Better. I can appreciate that. And I, I so you're, you're saying they make mistakes. Brooks. <laughs> uh, God, I don't. You just make it way better at home. Interesting. They got you. And then it's a big letdown when you have it and you're like, ugh, I should have gotten something else because mine are better than this and this cost me 50 bucks. <laughs> what kind of steak do you make at home? How do you make it? Uh, I'll either do um, fillets or ribeyes. Those are pretty hard to fuck up. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I don't know. It just depends. On the Traeger, I'll either smoke. Uh, the fillets, I won't smoke. The ribeyes, sometimes I will. I'll smoke them for like two hours. Pull them off and sear them at like 500 for a minute or two each side to finish them off. But fillets. Drew, just... uh, you, you still using the A1? A never used A one. 
<laughs> it was always ketchup. <laughs> Oof. No, I don't put anything on a steak. You know, you know the only thing that kind of belongs on, well, two things, possibly, occasionally, belong on a steak? Sautéed mushrooms. Okay, yeah. And uh, maybe a little butter melted over the top. Ooh. What about oh, yeah. another steak? Yeah, that'd be good, too. It's a pile of steak. A steak drizzled in steak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I seem to be the, in the minority on this. But I hate horseradish, and people love it with steak. Uh, uh, I don't hate those it. Those people but it's, are wrong. It's good with it's prime okay. rib, not steak. I find it to be nauseating. I gotta move inside before the coyotes come. <laughs> Last few times I've smoked outside, I've uh, had encounters. So we're gonna seriously we're gonna pack my shit up and go inside. No way. No way. Better believe it. They're out and Last about. Last time huh? two of them. Nah, they knew you were out there. They're stalking you, man. Maybe they just like the smell of your cigar. They just want to puff. Yeah. 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 All right. Let's let's run by that guy's house, smoking the cigar. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> uh, good shit. Anywho, um, yeah, so, yeah, a good steak is had at home. <laughs> sorry. I, not, uh, not at a restaurant. Had to, sorry. <clears throat> okay, so you're, so you would rather, and I, and I get what you're saying about that. I'm not totally disagreeing, but there are just some steakhouses that are, out of this world, man, like stuff that even just like quality of meat that I wouldn't buy myself. Oh, well, that's what you I know, buy. like at some of these places. <laughs> What's that? Uh, well, I will buy it yeah. and, and cook it at home. Yeah, you can't get the real good shit if you don't start with the real good shit. Yeah, dude. Yes. Tell you that I start with a good cut of meat. Oh. Get you, go to a butcher a butcher shop, get a decent cut of meat. That right there will change everything. The entire sensation in the mouth is determined by the quality of the meat. In more ways than one. <laughs> Fucking cow. <laughs> if you're going to have meat in your mouth, you want it to be high quality meat. Yeah, it better be good. Okay, that's not okay. So there is a difference between good and amazing. Yeah, good, that's true. Is okay. Yeah, I mean, none of us are going to go buy, or you know, to the extent that we can afford it. Bad, like you know, whatever. But sometimes you can go to places and you can get stuff that like you wouldn't normally go just buy to stock your fridge with or your freezer with, you know, that's all I'm saying. And maybe you guys do. I don't know. I'm just speaking for me. We don't what? Like there are certain cuts of like meat that <laughs> I'm not going to go buy and stock my freezer with. Like what? I don't know. Like Wagyu. Or like big ass tomahawk. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't stock it's it. It's just but not something I would keep in that. You know what I mean? Like those are all good, fresh though. <laughs> you don't want to put them in the freezer. Okay, <laughs> okay, so my point is, my point is that I would get that if I like. I would go to a steakhouse or something like that. I'm not going to a steakhouse to order some stuff that. I could just do it at the house. You know what I mean? Well, I've co- I've cooked tomahawks at the at the house, and I actually have some wagyu for this weekend. No, well, okay, well, <laughs> not all of us live in gated communities. I mean, what do you want me to say? I don't live in a gated community. Maybe someday. I'll, maybe someday I will. Anyway, maybe someday. 
Um, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we, we do tomahawk steaks every Valentine's Day. That's actually what we do is our our thing. But I'll just smoke them on the, on the grill. Okay. So, they're way but better. But if it's not Valentine's Day, and for whatever reason... And by the way, tomahawks are kind of a waste of money. But that was just oh, yeah. an example of, you know. But... If you didn't do it on that day, but if you wanted a different day and you just didn't feel like doing it, it's something that you would go to a steak and say, oh, man, I wouldn't really do that at the house. Let me just grab one of those. Oh, see, I'm not like that. I'd rather just do it at the house. All right. Fair enough. What other fancy things do you do, Drew, that we don't know so much about? Tell us how rich people live. I wouldn't know. Uh Uh-huh. I'm... Whoa. What was that? That was what happens when you put aftermarket exhaust on anything other than a fucking eight cylinder. That <laughs> shit should be outlawed. It should be banned. <laughs> it's ignorant. It's fucking air pollution. It needs to stop. <laughs> I feel very strongly about that. I hate that fucking sound. I mean, that is literally like driving down the street and telling everybody you're a fucking pussy. You know what that's called? What? That's called a donkey dick. What do you mean? That's the exhaust that's on those. Why is it called that? Yeah, why is it called that? (laughs) I didn't name it. I don't know. (laughs) Interesting. But it is. I'm Googling this. Is there a jackass? Uh, maybe. That's a good yeah. I was, assumption. I was, I was at a stoplight the other day. Now, look, I, I have a four-cylinder car. I don't sit there and hit the gas and, and think I'm fucking Ricky Bobby, okay? Like, <laughs> Ricky Bobby. This guy, this guy, I come, I'm at, I'm at a light. Remember we talked about when people are making a turn and they look at the people in the parking or in the like turning lane before they gun it to see who's looking at them. Yeah. Remember that conversation that we had and like how those people like just are weird. But yeah, yeah, I get the look, you know, here comes this red Camaro dude, you know, hits the gas and it just starts farting. And I'm like, why do they, (laughs) why is it even legal to put a six cylinder in that, in that name, name plate? It should just be illegal. Yeah. It shouldn't be. Oh, well. Do you find anything, you know, people... Cal? Uh, not finding a lot related to cars. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Your search history is going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. It always is. There's something. I'm sure that's kind not... of exhaust. I'm sure that's not an official. People seem to call a donkey dick. Okay. Yeah, it's not like an official term. I'm sure it's a little slang to it, but. Yeah, like the COVID. Or what was that? That's official. <laughs> the COVID. <laughs> the COVID. <clears throat> Good shit. Did you find it? Yeah. Only a little bit here and there. But it's okay. not, there's not like a definition or anything like that. It's not even on Urban Dictionary. Really? This is a term I heard back in high school. So we're talking 20 years ago. Apparently it either fell out of favor or the other uses of donkey dick have become so prevalent that it got Mm -hmm. drowned out. Interesting. Well, if you want to bring it back, that exhaust type is a donkey dick. It's just, it's, it's one of the, I have a funny story about that actually. So, um, high school, my, so I, uh, senior year of high school, I'm about to graduate. I'm headed to, I'm going to be going to Colorado. At the time, it was Pennsylvania. So I'm buying a new car so that I can have something reliable. And I'm looking at at a Mazda Protege. I was looking at Mazda's. Nice, reliable little car. Yeah. So it just so happens, my buddy, um, I don't know if you met him. My buddy. I'm still friends with him, actually. Um, okay. From like middle school. 
Anyways, he goes with me, and uh, we're test driving this car. <laughs> and the salesman's with us, and my buddy just keeps going on and on <laughs> about how the first thing I need to do if I buy this car is put a donkey dick on it. <laughs> <laughs> the whole test drive. That's all he keeps saying is donkey dick. <laughs> I don't know if somebody dared him to, to see how many times he could say it or what, but probably 20 times in a, uh, I don't know, five-minute fucking drive around town. Did you buy the car? Uh, not that exact one, but yes. No, nice. Did you put a donkey dick on it? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> So you were unswayed by his pleas? Yeah. So I don't you know. didn't, I don't you know didn't you, get the donkey dick? No. I don't know how you drive around with that, that damn thing so fucking loud. I, we're just old yeah. now, I guess. No. No. It, that, that was never acceptable as far as I was concerned. I want to be able to hear my radio, and I want to be able to drive down the highway and roll my windows down and... <laughs> Not hear a fucking hive of bees trying to follow me. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't, it only, I mean, if you put it like on an eight, it just sounds different. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know. The old, the old four cylinder. Yeah. No. Make it pop. No. No. There are some cars that are, when they're tastefully done, could sound good, like with four cylinders, but not like whatever that is. Whatever that kid did, somebody needs to stop him and, and put him in like some sort of like therapy. That's just not right. You don't make decisions like that being, you know, all there. It's legit. <laughs> <laughs> What else we got, Kyle? We had some interesting questions this week. We did. The first one came from, from our buddy Rambler Guy, KY, mm -hmm. at the, uh, the end of this last episode. Uh, he said, question for the show. Uh, what would suddenly, or what would happen if you suddenly replaced you know, whatever you call your your significant other, right? if you replaced that, he said dear, right? whatever you call them, and instead called them mistress or master at home? What would happen? I'm not sure I understand that. So whatever you call your <laughs> girlfriend, you suddenly started calling her mistress instead. Is that Excite Boy from Nintendo? <laughs> you sound terrible. What is that? Is that a chainsaw? Worst racer, oh, ricer exhaust sounds ever. <laughs> No, it's even funnier. <laughs> that, was, that was a chainsaw. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a car. It's like a moped. That's, that's, that's my that's my lawnmower. Okay, sorry, I ruined your. Uh... So we got a car, significant other, mistress. Yeah, or master, you can pick. Master or mistress. What would happen? That's the yeah, what would happen around your house? Tell you what, I will do it as soon as we get out of here and report back next week. Sounds sounds good. My suspicion is she's not going to give two shits because I call her funny things all the time. <laughs> like what? Uh, What's in, the, in the lineup. Shit, I don't in know. your rotation. Just whatever I think of it just pops into my head. Bam. She's getting Ooh. called that. I can go a couple different ways. Yeah. You ever get in trouble for that? No, it's always uh, it's always fun. Oh, it's okay. not. Like, it's never. No. <laughs> <laughs> what pops into your head is always a good idea. Yes. All right, fair enough. All right. Uh, so Drew's gonna try it. Mo, what would happen around your house? I don't know. Honestly, man, I don't even know. No, I'm just trying to answer that question. <laughs> um, what's that? What the fuck is it? Um, I can't think of that show. There's a show where they were like, 
my lady. <laughs> so I started oh, walking her house doing that. Oh my Bet lord. My lord. I called her my lord. That's what I did. My lord. Well, that's that's even weirder. Yeah. Did she dig it? Did that make things freaky for a while? No, she just thought it was funny. Yeah, that's legit. None of those things ever really change anything, right? Your it's grace. Just... That's what there it is. Oh, Your grace. that's a better one. Your grace. Little nod to Game of Thrones. No, I don't. It was a different show. I'm not sure what it was. We watch a lot Wait, of weird did you, shit. Did you guys watch Game of Thrones? Uh, yeah. Watched the first season, but couldn't get into the show. I like the books. Couldn't do the show. It's all right. Nothing. Nothing special. Actually, the show was really fucking good until they decided to wrap things up really quick in the last, like, three, four seasons, three seasons. And it mm-hmm. went to shit. Yeah, the level of detail, certainly, uh, that made the first couple seasons amazing. Oh, season one. Absolutely ridiculous, the detail and all the side yeah. stories and learning all the history of these fucking people. And right. then, bam, it's like gone. Yep. There you go. All right. You guys ready for some uh, some NC6789 questions? <laughs> What's yeah. A, what did he come These, up with this week? They vary dramatically between pretty interesting and pretty cool, and I have no idea how to answer one of these. All right. Uh, here's a question. Which is more important, temperature or humidity, if you're only able to manage one? So you can control the temperature, or you can control the humidity. Temperature. Which one are you controlling? Why temperature? I assume he's talking about cigars, but I could be wrong. Is he talking? No, I think he's talking about cigars. Uh, like for storing cigars, I think. Temperature. <laughs> I don't know. I thought he was just talking about in general. Oh, let's do both. All right, so in general, temperature. I'm 100% on board with that. Mm. All right, so cigars. <laughs> cigars. Uh, humidity. And why humidity? No, yeah, I'd have to. Well, if you can only control one, let's say it's a hundred percent humid or a hundred degrees outside, and you kept it at seventy percent, or even you dropped it a little lower at that point, your cigars would probably be fine. And if they get really cold, but you keep the humidity up, mm-hmm. you're going to keep them still pretty fresh. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you can only control temperature, they get hot, they're drying the fuck out. <laughs> and it's going to be tough to recover from that. It's legit. Mo, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I'd have to say, because if you go to like, some climates that have a lot of humidity, they have to find ways to lower the humidity. You know, sometimes, not all the time. Sometimes it's just depending on whatever. You don't even have to store your cigars really in anything because it's fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, it could be fifty degrees in let's say a room, but if you've got your Humidity on, you know, if the cigars are safe and you have a humi pack in there, whatever, they're probably gonna be fine. I think. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'm a uh, walking. My cigars are a traveling test to this, so I carry a backpack with me pretty much everywhere every day. And I always have, a, I don't know, a 10-pack cigars in there. And they're in the hot, in a 100-degree truck sometimes. Mm-hmm. They're back in the AC, my office sometimes. They're back out into the truck, outside, whatever. I mean, back and forth, all over the place. And uh, never had an issue. I mean... Sometimes the cigars will be in there. Uh, 
possibly a couple months, maybe just a couple weeks, depending on what I, you know, threw in for a trip or whatever, or whatever I'm doing. But yeah, a lot of times I'll just be in the heat off and on, but Bovida kicks ass. That's true. I really do. We are not sponsored by Bovida. Although if they're looking. We are in because it's, it's phenomenal. Because it's a good product. That's mm. always funny, right? Because you're just like, yeah, if somebody who wants to sponsor us, if somebody wants to sponsor us and we already say good things about their stuff, sure, why not? Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I agree with humidity, by the way. Um, think about it this way. What's the worst that happens in different scenarios? So uh, low temperature, not really a whole heck of a lot. It's going to hurt your cigar dramatically. Uh, high temperature, you have the chance of beetles, so that's not great. Right? They can hatch at a high enough temperature if there's eggs in there. Um, so that's not good. Uh, temperature swings can mess up your stuff, but so can humidity swings, so that's a wash. right? Like That can mess up your wrapper or whatever if, it, if there's a big swing real quick. So that's a wash because both do that. Uh, chance, like if your humidity is too low, you start to lose the oils that give your cigars flavors, right? So that fucks up your cigars real bad. And if your humidity is too high, you start to get mold, so you can't smoke them. So that the consequences of having bad humidity are just worse than the consequences of having bad temperature. Mm-hmm. Well said. There you go. Humidity. Uh, but if I could change it to be like, 70 degrees all the time for my life, mm. I'm in. All right, he had another question. Uh, if you were giving advice to a new smoker, would you say chase new and limited stuff or get used to a brand's core line? Oh. We've talked about this. NC6789 is clearly not a listener. <laughs> but he is. Well, kind of he me. plays the podcast. Ooh, that's different. <laughs> There's guys good. who listen to our podcast and guys who press play on our podcast. Okay? <laughs> and Drew doesn't either. <laughs> There's no. everybody else. Kyle, do you go back and listen to our, to our podcast? Less than I used to. <laughs> I used to be like, oh, we can get, get so much better. And now I'm like, we're not going to. Yeah. This is it. We peaked. (laughs) Well, I don't know if we ever peaked. (laughs) Yeah, we peaked. This is it for us. Slight slight exaggeration. (laughs) You you take that first step up and then you stop. Barbacoa. (laughs) Barbacoa was our best. That was our best by a lot. (laughs) We'd have to put like legit effort into getting better than that one. Yeah. So, <laughs> chase the limited stuff. Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> We're that podcast. We're the equivalent of that radio station where you have to be in a certain spot at a certain time to be, to be like pick it up. It only comes in if like you move the antenna a certain way. That's how shitty we are. I don't even know if that happens anymore. People still need to do that. I don't know who listens to the radio. I do. I listen to sports talk radio. That was FM radio, though. AM? Yeah, that, that was that. AM, I mean. Mm. The Sultans of Sleep got a lot of uh, <laughs> <laughs> hits for some reason. We put people we to, to put in certain keywords. We right? put people to sleep with that bad boy. Mm-hmm. Somebody, we should try all kinds of weird shit. Somebody just Drew keeps, was doing that for a while. Yeah. Like, pick a word out of the Urban Dictionary that's trending. Sultans of that. Right? Yeah. All right. We'll start renaming them some. <laughs> pick some other shit that trends on the internet. Right? Some video game that comes out will be the Sultans of that video game. Name it TikTok or something. Oh, yeah. Sultans of TikTok. <laughs> Sultans of ASMR video. Like, <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> See what happens. It's all mm. disappointment. Okay, so are you chasing rare cigars as a new smoker, or are you smoking Coraline stuff? No, better, better find yourself some Coralines. 
Well, what? Yeah. You know, I think for your own enjoyment, I mean, limiteds tend to be more expensive, uh, harder to find. If you really like them and you want to get them again, you're going to probably have to pay more than you originally paid for them. And if they suck, um, you're going to be really let down because you spent $30 on it. Right. So I uh, I ruined a buddy this past weekend. Whoa. What'd you give him? <laughs> Broke him in? So like two months ago, he got married and I gave him a, an opus. And he's like, holy shit, this is amazing. I think I told the story. Um, so I told him there's some others. I was like, man, if we hang out, let, we'll, we'll smoke opus together. He's so I gave now divorced. I gave, yeah. Gave him a aged, uh, lost city. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, Holy shit. These are, these are even better. It's like, yeah, don't, don't enjoy them too much. Cause you can't find them. <laughs> and, and definitely not with five years of age on them. <laughs> Go into your local tobacconist and ask for Gurkha. They'll hook you up. <laughs> Wasn't Lost City actually one of the first limited editions that had this crazy certain tobacco from a certain place that can only be found and whatever and then became regular production? I thought that was the Anejo. Lost City was the one they, they grew the tobacco for that movie out of season yeah, and then harvested it. And made those cigars, and we're like, oh, fuck, these are pretty good. <laughs> okay, so that wasn't meant to only be a one, one-time one thing? Uh, I mean, it was. They they planted the crops I think it just was for the movie. Maybe meant to be that way, but they could just repeat the process or something if they wanted to and grow more tobacco. Okay, so yeah, that just... falls out of the definition of pulling a fast one on your consumer. Yeah, it's not like no. if you say this, this, uh, this only grows in the Amazon in patchy places, right, every now and then, and then all of a sudden, if you made that regular production, that would be weird. Has that happened? Is that what we're getting at here? I don't think so. No, no, no. I, I'm oh. talking about, like, the CAO Amazon Basin, which they did three different limiteds for, but that seemed reasonably limited for what it was. But it would have been real weird yeah. if they were like, yeah, people got to take this out of there in a canoe. <laughs> yeah. And they just do it all the time now. We just got a canoe route together. We hooked them up with some trolling motors. Right. We just cut down the Amazon. Now we got, uh, <laughs> got a lot we, of we, we, we just discovered 25 new tribes that were uncontacted before this project. Yeah. No, it's, I, I picked them because I don't think they had actually done something like that. Mm-hmm. There's definitely a couple that come to mind. Oh, it totally happens. Mm-hmm. Um, New guys, I always try to get on something they can find at the shop. Go to the shop, get the... And I, I, a lot of times, I'll, I'll just tell, like, let's go to the shop together. I'll pick out a couple things so you can see where they're at in the humidor. You can see what it looks like. You get to see the prices and stuff in front of you. I, you get to ask questions about others, and I'm like, no, don't go for that, and this is why, or whatever. <laughs> Right, and then once you've smoked some and you've got man, I've I've got a I've got two or three go tos. Then, then you can try some limited stuff. Yeah, I, I think Drew's onto something, but like because there is always like especially when you first get into a hobby, there is always that wanting to kind of keep up with what you see other people doing. Like, I remember when I first joined Dojo, and these people were smoking all of this stuff that, like, I was like, what is this stuff? You know? Like, a lot of it. Yeah. And then I found myself, like, trying to find all this stuff and whatever, and most of it was I didn't even like. And I was like, I'm done following. I mean, this is nuts, you know? And I think Drew's absolutely right. Go in there with somebody that knows cigars. Have them show you a couple different things. You know, search and see where your palate falls, and then you know, go from there. That's what I mean. I, I think I agree. Man. But we've talked about this. Like, it is extremely important for a new smoker to find a good guy as they start, or you could lose mm-hmm. that person. Yep. 
Yeah. The other thing I'd, I'd throw in that you guys didn't talk about, but I agree with what you're saying. The other thing I'd throw in is uh, for especially a new smoker, paying attention to what the different sort of like components are of the cigars you like. Mm-hmm. What was the wrapper? What was the binder? What was the filler? Like actually pay some attention to that and, and start to figure out what you like with the tobaccos. Yeah. Really Try good. different kinds of different things. And, and then you're actually, what you're doing then is you're learning a little bit slowly about what you like in tobacco, not what you like in brand, because those can be very different things. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's there's the answer to your question again, Mister. I can see six, seven, eight, nine. All right, uh, he has two more questions. So the next one, uh, we always say life is too short to smoke a shit cigar, and if mm-hmm. a cigar isn't cooperating, you know, get rid of it. But is there a dollar amount you could spend where you wouldn't toss that cigar no matter what happened to it? No. Agreed. Easy no. No, not a dollar amount. Definitely not about dollars, but certainly about rarity. Why? I would try my best to be able to at least finish most of it. Uh, Because you just never might be able to get it again. But if it sucks, who cares? Uh, I don't know. It depends. But yeah, generally, no. I agree. I think I would try harder. Right. Yeah. There you go. I, would, I would give it a, give it a, the old college try. Mm-hmm. Sure. Versus just something that I, if I spend, I don't know, stupid $2 on, I'm going to be like, nah, I'm throwing that out. I'm going on. Yep. Yep. But. Yeah, if it is a rare something, price is out of the question. But if it's it's something like that, then it's going to be like, hmm, I'm going to try a little bit longer. Another 10 minutes. If it doesn't change, I'm going out. So the... Uh, I mean, I've, I've tossed a $100 cigar at the third, one-third mark. Which one? Didn't feel bad. Well, what, why did you toss it? Quality or taste? Cows. Did I lose you guys? Yeah, there no, you are. You there? Was it because of quality or taste? Is he fucking with us? I don't know. I can't tell. <laughs> Cow, come back. <laughs> you got a cowbell on you by any chance? <laughs> He's gone. Guy tells us he, t- he tosses a $100 cigar and disappears. <laughs> Got booted. There you are. I don't know what happened. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> I don't know why I lost that. Too much totally. bullshit. Uh, yeah, it's probably so. Cal, <laughs> hold on a second. So, was it dollar? Was was I'm sorry. Was it taste or quality that made you toss it? Taste. It just wasn't very good. Really? Oh, yeah. quality. You I'll, didn't even want to I'll give burn it a the shot? shit out of it. I no. I was. I had smoked that cigar before. Oh. Oh well. Hold on a second. That's different. I didn't like it then either. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so why did you have a second one hundred dollars cigar if you didn't? Because like I had it. Oh. Is it what I think it is? Probably. It's made by... Yeah, I'm sure it's the one you're thinking about. Okay. It's not very good. All right. Fair enough. It happened with me with the Talisman, the 2017 Cohiba. Oh, yeah? You didn't like that one? No. It, well, I wanted to. Um, the first one I had was plugged. Mm. So I was trying like crazy... And they, it was still a little too wet. Actually, it wasn't even really plugged so much, but it was still a little too fresh. I mean, literally, I and I had pictures of it, and I may have shared it with the group back at the time, but this was like the end of 2017 when I had uh, or early 2018, something like that. It was pretty and, new out. Yes, it was ago. very new. Yeah. And so I was, dude, I was trying like hell to get it to, to act right and I just unfortunately cut it and they just needed to be put away for a while 
But so I never actually, unfortunately, got to smoke that cigar for for what it was. But yeah, I tried like hell with that cigar, and it had nothing to do with price. It was just because I knew that I may never get that opportunity again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, if it was like a regular Cohiba Robusto, I'd fucking flick it and be like, all right, <laughs> what else? Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, it's just not worth sticking with something that you're not enjoying. I don't care how much you paid for it. Yeah. I mean, okay, cool. You you paid $5 for something and it sucks, or you paid $300 for something. It sucks just as much, right? You got some sunk cost there. But the yeah. fact that you don't enjoy it, why are you why are you torturing yourself with it? You, then you, you paid more to hate it longer. <laughs> yeah. That's why I quit golf. <laughs> exactly. The point of golf is to play the least amount of golf. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see what else we got from our, our buddy NC6789. Oh, this is the one I don't understand. Golf. Which sultan could fist pump the best? Fist pump? Yeah. Not fist bump. Correct. I'd, I'd have to go I'd have to go cow. I think he's been to more clubs than the rest of us. Absolutely. So, yeah, you're probably right. How many clubs do you think I've been to? I don't know. More than me. I bet you fist bumped yeah. it more than me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I do it sometimes just to be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember when people used to raise the roof? <laughs> oh, they used God. to. <laughs> No. <laughs> I feel like you questioning that was you remembering that you used to do that. <laughs> no, I never did that. I don't believe never. <laughs> I'm telling you, I thought it was, it's like high-fiving somebody. It's just fucking awkward. What's wrong with high-fiving? I used to have, I used to have uh, this, <laughs> this director at the accounting firm that loved to high-five. And I just wanted to be like, dude, What? <laughs> Nothing's wrong with high fiving if you're fucking playing a sport. Hmm. I'm probably all that. already on that one. Like I'd rather give you a nice intimate hug if I see you, you know? Oh, I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want a high five? What about uh I don't know. You're out. I don't know when mm-hmm. you'd high five. If you do something cool, you don't high-five? I just don't do anything cool enough to where I would high-five. Oh, well, you got to come to Oklahoma, man. We'll do some cool shit, and we'll high-five. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, yeah. Yeah. But. Uh, what I'm, I'm also pro-high-five, Drew. I'm with you. All right. I, I mean, I will with some cool shit. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just random. Random? No, I don't. I won't walk into work tomorrow and high five people. I should. Maybe I will tomorrow. Just to see what they say. Yeah. <laughs> I do weird shit all the time, though. It wouldn't be out of the norm. There's a lot to be said for doing like a slowly escalating weird shit at work just to see who calls you out for it. I think it's great. Yeah. I'm down. I'll do it tomorrow. It's my birthday, though, too. So. They'll just assume oh, it's there you that. Go. Yeah. Doesn't count. You gotta do it on like a random ass like Tuesday. Not not a birthday Tuesday. <laughs> you ever like yeah, no, not on a birthday Tuesday. But like you ever you ever have somebody that you work with that's like Monday through fucking Thursday? Yeah, basically Monday through Thursday morning, the guy's an absolute fucking prick. And then as soon as, like, the, you're winding down on Thursday, he becomes, like, the nicest guy in the world. And he's like, hey, what's going on this weekend? And you're like, where the fuck was this guy the rest of the week? You guys ever have people like that that you work with? No. Really? Yeah, no. I don't think so. I can never come up with a name for them, but it's definitely a personality trait. Or, like, when somebody's just, like, a, a miserable fuck most of the time and then... But then they happen to be like taking a vacation coming up and like there's a pep in their step and they're like excited and and it's 
they're just not really themselves. I don't know how to explain it. You guys, I'm sure our listeners know exactly what I'm talking about. Those people sound worn down from their jobs. <sighs> well, if you ever work public accounting, you'd understand. Sure. It's legit. I, I'm not saying I blame them, by the way. I'm just saying it was noticeable. Now, here's another thing for, for you guys. Uh, as a lot of folks get ready to go back to the office here, um, although it seems like a lot of companies are now pushing that back a little bit. And no, it's not because they give a shit about COVID. It's because they don't want to pay the insurance if shit does go wrong. Whether you believe it or not, they do not fucking care about you. But anyway, I digress. Um, <laughs> the, uh, is there like anything like, uh, like if you want to avoid talking to somebody at work, how do you guys do it? And don't tell me you just avoid them. Huh? Put on headphones. Okay. That's it? I mean, nobody talks to you if you have headphones on, if they're, unless they're a dick. That's a good Ooh. idea right there. No wonder nobody likes me. It's like if you're going on a flight. Right, you don't mm-hmm. want earbuds. You want the big ass headphones that say "Don't talk to me." <laughs> Are you a person that people generally approach and try to talk to? I mean, it depends. Um, I work a lot of people have to. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm generally an approachable human being. I think because nobody ever talks to me on a flight. I try not to talk to people on flights. Yeah, same. That's actually a really good example of a, like, you ever, like, go on a flight to a a place where a lot of people, like, where a lot of people go to vacation, like Vegas, for example. On the flight to Vegas, you have all of these excited fucking people, and they're super pumped, and they just want to share their entire stories with you and what they're going to do, and it's like, I don't give a fuck. Does that mean and none of them are sharing on the way back? They're all right, done. exactly. Yes. Exactly. There's only some occasions where I'll talk to people on the plane. Like if somebody's like clearly nervous, all right, cool, I got your back. That that's fair, right? Otherwise, you got your own seat. <laughs> this is my area. Yeah, yeah, paying me by the hour to be your therapist, so yeah. <laughs> Keep your life story. I might screw with them a little bit if it's can tell it's messing with them. Like what? I don't know. Like when you do hit a bump and be like, ooh, man, I've, I've never had that happen before. <laughs> 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 I fly every week. <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole. Oof. By the way, All for right. those who are looking to potentially travel, Flights are extremely cheap right now. Extremely. So if you're willing to, uh, you know, take precautions to be safe or whatever, if you're worried about the COVID, now is not a bad time to book stuff. Book it. Just saying. All those delays and everything, though. I know, but I don't really have a choice. Yeah, everything's I, cheap, but it's all fucked. I will be uh, doing an event with our buddy Tyler in Houston. Actually, both Tylers, because I believe uh, Viso Horny is driving down from Austin to attend uh, nice. Smoke Ring in Houston, or Webster, Texas, so suburb of Houston, I believe. And uh, yeah, man, so I'll be the 26th. So anybody in the Texas area or Houston area, come on down. These might be some of the last cigar events you might be able to attend for a while, so. Do it. It still might not be worth it for you. (laughs) (laughs) But we had a great time at Lake Country, right, Cal? Sure did. Yeah. Yeah, Good time. And I want to say thank you to VQ and Dom. You guys uh, ordered over the phone. Shane, uh, Herfaholic on Instagram, came out. It was a great time uh, getting to meet him. Uh, so appreciate you guys. Yeah, it's a good crew. 
bunch of people that enjoy these patina cigars for some reason. Yeah. They're good smokes. It was weird, man. We're, uh, so funny story. Uh, wait, do we have any more listeners? I think we do from Sean. Yeah, we got one more, one more question. Let's do it. You want to do that one first? Do yes, it. Sir. Right, from Sean, Big Boy Running 22. Uh, if all three of you were trapped in a house fire and you could only save one of the other two, which would it be? Who would you save? <laughs> like, sorry, guys. <laughs> that way I don't have to choose. That would be yeah, that would be good. Fuck them both. That's right. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Mo because I've known him longer. That's a legit answer. <laughs> that is a legit answer, actually. Drew, aren't you like a firefighter though? Couldn't you get both? Oh yeah. Uh, I was yes. It feels like you could probably do both. Yeah, you can get both of us. That wasn't the question, or I would. <laughs> Drew's like, that'll never be the question. The question is save one. <laughs> if that was the question, yeah, both. It would be hard. I. It would be really tough because... I need more variables. Is one of you guys, like, trapped, and I'd have to, like, uncover you first? Because then I'm saving yeah. the other guy. Are you both just, yeah, like, passed about, out laying there? It's all about ease and safety. Right? One, One's further away, maybe? Might save the closer guy? Yeah, I mean, I'm not... Uh, I'm not actually going back into the burning house, probably, so... <laughs> like, I'm out, right? If I'm out, why am I going back in? To save one of us. But only they one. Firefighters for that. What? They're not going to be there in time. I don't. I don't think I'm the kind of person who's going to run into a burning house to save somebody who isn't like my immediate family. So we'd both die. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Cal. You're welcome, guys. Never be around cow in a burning house because we're both done for, Mo. Mm-hmm. Right. Messes up. Yeah, I guess your I kind of be in burning thing, houses. So. Yeah. Well, it just seems weird. I'd like to change my answer to neither one of you then. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Sounds more more legitimate. Let's there you go. The house is on fire. All three of us run out and save nobody else, and everybody's <laughs> saved. <laughs> and you guys still get your podcast every week. Oh, oh they were hoping weeks. to not have one yeah. of us. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's what it was. Vote somebody off the island. If you do listen to this, tell us which one of the three of us you would save. Ooh. That's guaranteed to stir some shit up. I'll make a post um, tomorrow, and uh, you guys uh, reply on there. You can only save one of the three. Pick. Choose wisely. Choose Mo, what do you got? You had something? Mm-hmm. It's a funny story. Let's hear it. I think... We don't have a massive platform, but we have some of the most dedicated, probably, listeners that I could think of for any podcast that I know of. Like, more people might listen to other ones, but we have a pretty whatever... And we also have a lot of people that kind of look for insights into, you know, the, the side of the industry that a lot of people don't get to see, right? Or experience, necessarily. So I had, for the last couple of weeks, and actually maybe even going back further um, at different points through the pandemic, I had mentioned that if you have a favorite cigar or cigars, you should stock up on them because there are going to be probably some hiccups in the supply chain, right? You have said this. I have. Those hiccups still exist today. 
they are probably going to get worse before they get better. Okay. But consumers aren't the only ones that face this, obviously, because consumers buy them from retail points. So retailers are also facing a lot of backorder stuff, right? So before, and the retailer will remain nameless, but I had stopped to visit a retailer before the event at Lake Country, and they were talking to the rep about some of the other brands that he represents, and they were asking about when they could expect to get their back order. And the rep was like, well, really don't have a lot of time frame on a lot of this stuff, not really sure. And so I just said, because I had visited this retailer multiple times and just didn't really give a fuck anymore at that point, and just said... I know what brand isn't on back order that if you ordered it today, it would be delivered within the next few days and that empty space on your shelf would be filled. Patina. Yeah, right. Because I was literally fucking looking at an empty space. And they didn't know what to say, right? And, like, this kind of also goes back to I was talking a little bit about a lot of, you know, I've been hearing more and more about people that are trying to get into the cigar thing. A lot of people are like, oh, I could do it. I could start a brand. I could whatever. And I just want to like put things into perspective a little bit because Patina is almost five years old. Okay. I mean, it'll be, you know, a little over four years, be five years next year. Probably made it a lot longer than a lot of people thought I would. But even, even after putting in your time and showing that, you know, you have some sort of staying power. The amount of people that still won't give you a shot, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, basically the retailer is telling you, I would rather sit there with nothing on the shelf than bring your stuff in. That's just terrible business, though, isn't it? I mean, well, you would think. I mean, they're a relatively successful retailer. I mean, you know, I, you know, whatever. Um but I would also say that, like, if there's something that you want to do, don't ever let anybody talk you out of it, for sure. But always understand what you're getting yourself into and, and what it means and, and some of the, you know, just humbling experiences that you're going to have. But my overarching point is, if you see your retailers won't bring in something that you want. Like this goes back to the question last week too, right? Talking. How how do you get a mm-hmm. how do you get a and a lot of that is you gotta continue you gotta commit to purchase. And and that's really how you're gonna get a brand in or something like that that they don't carry or they gotta hear it enough times to where it piques their interest. But there's a lot that goes into that. And, um, yeah, man, I guess I, it was just funny to me because it was almost surreal. Right. Yep. So anyway, like just, a, uh, just a quick, quick thought experiment on this whole thing. Mm-hmm. How many brands like cigar brands do you guys know of, of like having existed at some point? What's your guess? Oh you, man, you know of. Unfortunately, we weren't we weren't old enough to really smoke cigars during the last cigar boom, right? Sure, but even and, even without so, that, it's it's at least a few hundred, right? Oh yeah, easy. At least a few hundred brands that you can think of, right? That you, that you know of, right? Right. How many brands would you say have really, like, honest to goodness, made it in the cigar industry? Very few. Twenty. 30? Maybe less? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe less, I more, mean, somewhere in there? Yeah, probably. So even if even if what we're saying is is completely accurate, and it's not because, I mean, the, the hundreds of brands are the ones that you know of, not the ones that you never even heard of. Right. Right? Uh, and then 
20 or 30 or something like that is the number that have made it maybe more maybe less but that's at, at a very generous very generous uh understanding that's about 10 percent of of companies would sort of make it. Mm-hmm. it and i don't think it's anywhere near that number even it's a very small percent they would actually make it so anybody can start a cigar brand it just takes a, a, a small stack of cash in order to start one yep right keeping it going and making it successful not any schmuck can do that and it was he says to me he goes well I got over 20,000 cigars in that humor they could surely find something and I said I could have 50,000 of something that nobody fucking wants what does it matter (laughs) right I mean um, but it is it is amazing Another thing, it's really interesting how some brands get so much leeway to keep fucking up and mm-hmm. to keep fucking their customer and to keep, you know, whatever. And, and yeah. the people will just take it. And then you have brands that do things the right way. And, yeah, they might mess up once in a while because, my God, it, that's just part of life and part of business. And it's like they want to cut your balls off. Um, it's really fascinating, but there are, and I guess like, I always get a lot of questions like, Oh, you don't have any shops here. You don't have any shops here. Why not? Why not? Why not? This is the type of shit that I, that guys like me deal. It's not just me. It's not just Patina, Mm -hmm. but a lot of us that have smaller brands, this is the type of stuff we're up against, man. You know? Mm -hmm. And yeah. It takes effort to sell small brands, period. It's much easier to just, and for some guys, it's worth just waiting for whatever's just going to sell itself once it comes in because they know they'll just sell it right away. And I understand all that. That's why I don't take it personally or get mad. That works retail. I get it. But you also sometimes got to take a chance. this has been deep thoughts with mo i will try to continue to share stories as i get back on the road and and do all that and just give people a different side of of what they see you know so yeah a lot of rejection for every acceptance right Absolutely. And everybody knows more than you. Everybody has an opinion. You know? Mm-hmm. Especially people who don't have money on the line. That's a, yeah, the strongest exactly. opinions. Yeah, exactly. What are you going to do, man? Yeah. What are you going to do? What you gonna do what when you they come do? for you? What are you gonna do? I do want to thank Rod too. Rod uh, had given us uh, or had sent me some emails about trying to locate the precipitation Maduro. I uh, was able to finally get it. Uh, so, man, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Uh, and yeah, smoke like a sultan, fifteen percent smoke manioc for those who want to order. They have so much boutique stuff, a lot of cool stuff. Uh-huh. And, gentlemen, I think that there is a decent amount of interest, at least in us possibly doing a project together. I've heard that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, I heard a couple of guys that listen to the podcast at Lake Country tell me that, in fact. Like, yeah, if you guys came out with something, absolutely. Oh, that's kind of unfortunate because that's probably the same people that told me that. So it's not like twice as many as I thought. No, no, no. But I've had other people. No, no, no. I've had other people. But yeah, I mean. Yeah. We're. It's definitely not no. It's probably more of a question of when. 
But definitely my advice to everybody is if you have the means and they're cigars you like, and if you see them in stock, I would buy them again. Buy them. Okay. Add, fi- add 15% off. Because they're smoking like assault. Damn right. Better believe it. Well, next week, well, guys. You guys have a good one. You too. All right. See ya. Later. See ya. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, episode of the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, direct message us, um, email the Sultans of Smoke at gmail.com if you got any questions, comments for the show. And we will catch you guys next week. Thanks.